You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Podcast. This is uh, the Evergreen number three episode of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by my forever co-host Dakota Davis, and maybe at some point before uh, before the episode's over, we'll have uh, interim producer, assistant to the regional producer, Mason Roddinghouse. Today's episode features just the two of us, and possibly Mason. We're going to be uh, doling out our unsolicited life hacks that. Well, you know, you guys didn't ask for them, but we think that they're pretty valuable. Uh, we, you don't start a podcast without thinking that you know more than what other people know. So <laughs> you're in your car, you're trapped. Let us tell you how to run your life. Yes, exactly. Uh, so we will be talking about some things that uh, we've learned along the way. I've learned a lot in like the past eight months about uh, women's health that <laughs> I, I didn't know about. So we might talk a little bit about that as well. So make sure you stick around to the end of the episode. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. Oh, shoot. Women's health. That was not what I expected (laughs) we were going to do. This is what happens when you get real serious. Uh, You think as individuals, but now you're starting to think about others. That's right. How dare you? Yeah, we have a... We have some folks to thank over on uh, patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. Those are the folks that help pay the bills around the studio. Uh, we just got a, we recently got a Nest thermostat, and I'm going to keep bragging on that because it's really awesome. It's going to help save us a lot of money with uh, with uh, our heating costs and air conditioning costs at the studio. It's amazing you can you can remotely turn the. Uh, this is not a paid endorsement, paid ad. We're just I've I've had been a Nest uh, user for like seven years now. Uh, we're going all the way back to one of their first generation uh, thermostats, but I can I can be on my phone and at noon click that thing on and and it's up to temperature and it's it's right now. Uh, when we come to the studio and it doesn't, uh, I could wear a wife beater in here and be okay. Mm, it's yeah. not like David Letterman's studio anymore. No, it's not. It, it it and we wouldn't have been able to get it if it weren't for the people over at Patreon. Um, so we want to thank every single person that chips in at any level. All the time, of course. If you sign up, then you get uh, the bonus episode content that we do with our guests or sometimes just hosts, but it's a 20-minute bonus episode that is exclusive to those folks. You also get access to show notes uh, the week of the show and uh, some other goodies as well. And if you donate at $50 or more a month, then we give you a shout-out at the front of every episode. Those folks are Craig DaCosta, Jonathan Phillips, Christy Avery, and, of course, our good friend at the Newcastle Career Center, Chris Lamb. We also have the T-Chip stores, tchip.com slash bho one two or 3. That is where you can get your uh, premium merchandise that, uh, that advertises our show. And, uh, of course, you know, just uh, tell your friends. The... Uh the cool thing about that t-shirt store um, is the customization. You can have yes. you can have all the logos you want in any color you want. 
Yes. So if you want it in black, I like mine. I like my shirts black and yellow. I think that's the, uh, you know, that's the, that's the way I picture our logo going. But if you want to have it on white, you can have it on white. I, yeah, I, I get the gray because of the dogs. Yeah. You think the dogs are, uh, they or just they, the they, hair. They just recognize you better all in gray. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, <laughs> the, the dog hair on black clothing, it's just not worth it. It's, there's just so much, so much hair, whatever you have to giant dogs running around your house that shed constantly. I, I know the story. I, uh, I, 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 I empathize very much. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a white dog and a, and a not white dog and, and a, yeah. and a all color dog. This time of the year, it's even worse. Yes. It's this, so bad. <laughs> check local listings on what time of the year this is. However, <laughs> being evergreen, this, it may be March. It may be, it may be June. We don't know. Um, but how about that weather? Huh? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it finally goes, warmed it goes, up. It goes up and down, and <laughs> sometimes it rains, and sometimes it sl- snows, and we have no idea. And then it's cloudy. It's just that that damn weather, man. It's uh, it's always moving. Yeah, wait five minutes, it'll change. All right, uh, that's the story anyway. Enough of that. So I I wanted to talk about um different things we've learned. Like this is a, this is a somewhat open ended sharing episode and and things that you're using to to make life easier. Uh, you know, we were talking before we turned the mics on. Uh, Dakota has been uh, all about fitness here the last few months, and you've been monitoring yourself now. Uh, you don't have to go down to the CVS and shove your arm through the uh, the blood pressure <laughs> machine. You just carry one with you all the time, yep. and it it pulls real data. I used to wear one of the smartwatches, and it was great because it would tell me, "Oh yeah, you've worked out enough today, or you've gotten sixty five minutes of heart activity, or whatever it is." And that was nice. The downfall of it for me and the reason I stopped wearing it is the thing would only, it would die at four o'clock in the afternoon. The battery life was terrible. Oh yeah. Um, and then the screen, the half the screen went out, but you're, I'm, you're using a Fitbit now or an Apple watch. What's your, uh, what's mine's your a fossil. fossil. So yeah, mine's the, the fossil and that was uh, created that fossil created their smartwatches in collaboration with Google. So if you have a, a primary primarily Google-based platform on your so smartphone. Android of some sort. Then it, Yeah, then it works better. Um, but I, I got it because I had the Google Pixel. So I had the Google phone and then a a uh, smartphone that was also developed by, by Google, and they ran really well together. And they it runs really well with any Android phone. Battery life, it lasts forever. I just I can't wear it for work, so it's like, eh. You're it, not allowed to wear it? No, not allowed to wear jewelry of any kind. Uh, so I, I have to take it off during the day, but, uh, except for on the weekends, do you have to wear a pocket watch? There's is, is a pocket watch allowed going back <laughs> to 1880s protocol at that place. I, I carry a clipboard most of the time and I have a, a, a digital watch face that's Velcroed to the that's top stuck part on of my clipboard. clipboard. So you have yeah. a clue. Yeah. And then, if, you know, everyone's always got their phone in their pocket, but sometimes I, I'm, I'm really bad about leaving my phone in my vehicles. Uh, I just don't take them out. Yeah. I, I don't know. You feel pretty connected. It's, Although I will, I, I have the same problem where I will find my, I can't find my work phone and it's sitting on the, it's sitting on the yeah, my seat work next to me. Especially bad. My work phone's really bad. I never take that out of my work vehicle. It just kind of just stays in there on the dash mount. Uh, my, but I, whenever I'm driving, so I've told Chris Guffey this, and this is kind of a, a I guess going into a life hack with the phone. I have uh, uh, my my Samsung um, Note 10 Plus, whatever the all the different 
jargon is. It has wireless charging. So they also make phone mounts that are wireless, wireless chargers. chargers. And there's one that uh, opens and closes based on like the proximity of uh, your phone or your hand getting towards it, which is really nice. So it's all just automated. So it and just it, it it opens up an arm and grabs a hold of the phone for you. It's just and then two it little slides, it and then so yes, it's, it goes out. Using your hands then, is good for a podcast. And then, it's, it's, yeah. It goes in and grabs onto the phone, and that is great. Um, but I just keep it on because I'm listening to podcasts, or I'm listening, or I'm streaming music through my uh, truck's Bluetooth. So you stream through Bluetooth, and yeah. then it connects, and then it's automatically powered so you don't have to plug anything in at all but you've always got power to your phone yeah so you can go indefinitely yes and it will uh so then i keep my like the chats will usually stay open so it's like chris is like you are always reading messages but (laughs) you're never responding and i'm like well i'm not actually reading them it's just there just just looks like i'm reading them because it pops down i think that's i think that's just something you say so you don't have to reply that's your (laughs) that's your strategy of oh i I didn't actually read that whenever i don't whenever i go without replying in chats for an extended period of time i just mute them i'm like (laughs) i don't even know why i get notifications for this anymore i'm i've muted the vast majority of chats i'm in with the exception of ones that related to this show. Yeah. The things that <laughs> require action from you immediately. Right. Yeah. So that's, that is it. Um, but yeah, I'm in a ton of group chats for some reason. My, my grandparents added me in this <laughs> Facebook chat and it's just them sharing these really stupid videos with them and their friends. Yeah. The people that used to send you emails with all the links of junk they want you to look at. Yeah. Now they've, it's the same now concept. They, now they've just started creating the group chats and sending them to you. And then, but, and then it's rude if you try to leave it. Right. Exactly. So then so, you mute it and leave them on, on red. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I'd, I, I would leave it, but I would feel bad because <laughs> it gives them, it gives everyone in the chat a notification. So then all of my aunts and uncles and my grandparents would see Dakota Davis left <laughs> the group and it's like, that's kind of a jerk move because they're, they're sharing like, like these inspirational messages <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> or videos that are like, uh, what to say to yourself when you're feeling down and like and all this stuff. And it's like, it'd be really rude to leave that. I feel uh, so I just, I stay in it. But it's muted. Then well, I don't not, get any notifications. It's not just people telling you to to vaccinate or not vaccinate your kids or how you yeah. should live your life. It, it, it's just occasionally, and uh, some of the chats in, and someone will tag me, and I'll get the notification. I'm like, and the group pictures changed. Yeah, so it you don't even know what it is. So I'm the like, name has changed. Like, what is this? Like, is, I, now, now I've got now I've got research. I got to spend ten <laughs> minutes trying to yeah. figure out what the hell this used to be. Yeah, well, and that's uh, part of the problem is that usually there's been chat going on since the last time I was uh, tagged. So I'm like scrolling through, like, and then it's like, this is why it's <laughs> muted. <laughs> what out? If you need me, call me. Uh, yes. Well, you're talking about the car thing, and that's I've gotten. Sarah and I have, have developed a, a universal platform in our vehicles of none of us have wireless charging, but we, we have a phone case and then you put a little magnet in or a little mm-hmm. piece of metal inside of the phone case. Um, I think it's by tech Matt on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks for the starter kit. And then you've got the little magnetic thing on your, um, on your vent, or you can have it on your windshield mounted on your windshield, or there's some that can actually go on your dash. So if you've got a horizontal surface and it'll come up, 
Um, and then you just stick your phone straight on. So I can get in Sarah's car. She can get in my car, multiple work phones, whatever. And then you can stick them up there, which is yeah. going to be important because uh, the state of Indiana has <clears throat> is on the express train to uh, July 1st of this year, no longer being able to hold your phone for anything. Which- you are in the same boat as I am with that, and I just thought about it after Tom's episode was, you have two phones, mm-hmm. I have two phones, so but my truck's Bluetooth will only connect to one phone. So on my 2019 terrain that I bought from the amazing Andy Moore GMC uh, and John <laughs> Phillips, uh, I can actually have Bluetooth for two devices connected. So yeah, I have the audio, I, the audio works yeah. for both. So, I can on the Buick and I can in my personal truck, yeah, but not uh, on the work truck. The work truck. No. Yeah. And the, when I had the, uh, the 2015 fusion, the old company fusion, uh, same problem. I could only, I had to pick one or the other and then you can yeah. prioritize the phone, uh, and say I want phone one or phone two to connect automatically. So then I would have to manage it and be like, okay, well after this time I could turn the Bluetooth off and let them connect in their order. I want, right. um, and see, it was, we just, I just got a work phone recently. I've always had the option and I just decided to get one because I was like, I'm listening to music on my personal phone through my truck's Bluetooth and it gets annoying if someone from work calls me and I might be out doing something yeah. and then I have to disconnect it from my truck's Bluetooth and reconnect it later. So it's like, it'll be nice to have one that's not constantly connected to something. That I can just talk on. I, I think what's going to happen now that we have these hands-free tools is you're going to see everybody start to replace their radios, their older radios. You're going to see people have to pl- go go to crutchfield.com and buy buy a replacement GPS unit or not 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 GPS, right? It's not really the GPS, yeah, but something that has Android Auto really or, or CarPlay. Ones. Yeah, you can find cheap ones that will connect to your phone, the ones that aren't very expensive. If you if you go for um, if you go for a a uh, console piece entertainment system that is up to par with the things that are being put in current models of vehicles, then it gets very expensive and it gets difficult because I've done this. I put you did this in yeah. both vehicles last year, didn't you? Or t- one or two? No, vehicles. I just did it in one. Um, and then uh, we got the Buick, so I returned the other one. Oh, that's what happened. <laughs> I remembered. I was like, I, I thought you both got it, but that that would make sense. Yeah. And uh, so I I put a um, a brand new entertainment system in my truck, my uh, 2012 Ram, and it was and it's very nice. Before you sold it to Mason, yeah. yeah. He never got back with me on that. That oh, little shoot. S- scoundrel. He he agreed. <laughs> he said he said I'll do that. We agreed on a price. And then I never heard anything. And I told him he could come out and look at it. And I never heard anything back. I'll have to give him hell about that. But anyway, it, it took a lot of modification inside of the dash. It, and you got to watch Crutchfield. Life hack number two for me. Yeah. You have to watch Crutchfield because they will say only light modification. But to them, that could mean you're taking an angle grinder to <laughs> cut something inside of your dash. Doing some in-dash modifications. Yeah. mine, mine. There was a bar, and you can order, you can pay extra from Crutchfield for customized instructions. And a worker there will look at the setup for your dash yeah. on your current And vehicle, give you exactly what you need to install it step into your by vehicle. Step. And sure enough, there is there was a thing, an instruction with mine that said cut stabilizing bar inside of the dash compartment. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I have to cut a bar inside of the dash 
and there's all these wires going around for yeah. everything else, and it, it was incredibly nerve wracking. I used uh, I used the our, our you've you've heard him on this show uh, Jesse Riddle. I, I used my, my old friend Jesse Riddle and Crutchfield to put a new radio in a Bluetooth radio, big double din Pioneer deal into Pioneer Kenwood into my old GMC truck before I bought the Tahoe. And instead of, I didn't have Chris Guffey in my life yet. So I used an incredible amount of, um, of electrical, uh, uh twisters uh, the, wire, nuts? The wire nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, just, just a crap ton of red wire nuts in that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's probably 15 connections with red wire nuts in oh, the back of hilarious. that thing with all the connections you had to make, but it worked and it was, it was flawless. Yeah. Uh, it, so it, it can be done, but I, I think you're going to see lots of people having to update those because now you can't hold your phone and it's your GPS and it, there's a lot of factors to it. Yeah. I mean, I run, I run two phones all the time and one of them's usually got music and one's usually got a GPS. Yeah. Uh, and that's just, just kind of the way it goes. Um, just, and that's, and, and that's all going to be permissible. You just can't be touching the thing. Right. So yeah. you can, or it's, I don't know. It's going to be weird. Like, I think the law is going to be set up so that if it's physically mounted somewhere, you can still interact with it. I'm assuming just like you're touching the knobs on your radio. If it's mounted somewhere or it's, you're not holding it in other, your hand. Other States that have implemented the same, uh, legislation there. It tip the tip wording typically is, uh, handheld. It, well, it says, uh, one, one, one touch or something like that. One. Yeah. You can touch your phone once if you're answering a call or skipping a song yeah. or doing something. You can touch it the one time if you're performing an action that takes more than the one tap is when it's illegal. That's going to be very difficult to convict or process to yeah. deal with too. Yeah, you I, Okay, life hack. I think if you have it mounted somewhere, you'll have a little plausible deniability on this I, thing. You can just say, I, I touched it one time yeah. in a s- sequence. I touched it one time and then, I, and then I touched it times. again and then I, and then I, well, then another call came in then the call was dropped. Then I called in. And yep. and I broke no laws. One tap. Prove <laughs> it wrong. Prove yeah. me wrong. Well, can we look at your phone to see that? Hell no, you uh, can't. Get a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mason, what, uh, what do you, what's your activities inside of the, uh, inside the car? Do you have, is your, is your current vehicle set up for, uh, for this hands-free cell phone life? Um, no. Well, if you didn't back out of our deal, then you would have a truck that did have that capability. Can, oh, there it goes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Um, well, I, I'm still, I'm still in the, uh, the, what is this? I'm in the market. I'm still in the market and I haven't narrowed down my search. So. It's still a possibility. So you're playing <laughs> games with me. So you're ghosting him. I wanted to see what kind of figure I could get. <laughs> um, I've. Well, then you just say but, that you don't agree to a price. Well, we've you, already set a price, so that's what <laughs> you're getting if I get it. <laughs> but now um, it's a binary. If I'm buying uh-huh. it, it's for this number. I, I I'm of course, that was in that condition course, at that at that age and those that mileage. And you drove. Hey, I don't drive it. You drove, as I say, you drove the Buick the one day I'm with you. So, well, but my well, that's it's hooked up to a trailer right now. Oh, my car. Um, I'm pretty set up. I got a nice little stand, cup phone, hold my phone, and I mean, I don't ever. If I'm just gonna use my phone, I'm just gonna use my phone. 
But now do you, that do you feel like you need to have CarPlay? Like, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy like when I'm with you and the GMC. You have CarPlay, and how Chris has CarPlay. I really am interested in finding that. And it, whatever truck I do get, if it doesn't have it, I will replace it. The radio to have CarPlay because it's very. They're not going to bite your ass for messing with the radio, but you can do everything through your phone through that. I have a truck that has Apple CarPlay ready it also has its own independent navigation system so you don't even have to hook your phone let, up let to me it. let me take the two block trip here soon to come <laughs> check it out and i will uh, let you know i even i literally just uh a few months ago did the hundred thousand mile service the coolant flush everything did they tell you it even the transmission fluid you did did you do your as own transmission as, fluid no i took it to the dealership to the dealer, yeah. What's wrong with where? You? Where did you buy it? Because well, I was ha- there was an issue. I was having an issue, and it wound up being some wiring problem. And I had squirrels again. I had a warranty. <laughs> no, so, it, so it's fixed. Different. Yeah. So I I paid to have it fixed, and while they did it, he said, "You're getting close to a hundred thousand miles." And I was uh, very frustrated that I had to take it in to begin with. So I said, "Just do it." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy upselling you. It was his yeah. chance to go, mm-hmm. oh, I can get him for all of this stuff. Yeah. So I did, and it was uh, it was not cheap. They did a lot, but they did do a lot of things. So I, at least I feel better knowing that there was a lot of work that went into it for the money I paid. But And then I got brand new tires, Mason. Brand new There's tires? Brand new tires. And uh, the I, so I think that the only thing that you would need to do on that truck is it probably will need brakes. Oh, well, that's easy. I would I would like to come but if you and bought it, look at this if truck you, because if you I'm bought it, very interested. Then I would teach you how to install brake pads. I, I know how to do that. Oh, okay. Pads, I it was rotors, make, what are we going to do? Uh, pads. Just pads? Yeah. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I I'm, I, I've witnessed it's, it. I think not, I can do it myself. I, and your I, adopted grandpa, I mean. Yeah. And my Kevin, adopted Kevin grandpa. could probably do Kevin, your brake pads. I would probably just watch him between do it. bets. Yeah, <laughs> the brakes are. I the in only such the bad hardest part's like rotors. pushing that little piston thing down right on the when you're putting it back on the rotor. The caliper, the caliper. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's the, like the biggest piston thing. That little squeezing thing. Yeah, mm. put a nice little clamp in it. But I I always change the oil myself too, and whenever I change the oil, and even if I'm not at the mileage, I do it every three months. And so that's that's this is what I wanted to get into. It's well maintained. Some of the vehicle yeah. maintenance stuff, and I always so you, drop a bottle of seafoam in it. You're you're putting you're changing the oil every three thousand miles, no matter what. You're not uh, every three months. You're, you're every three months. Yeah. You don't care how many miles it's gone. No. Why? Uh, that's just what my dad always did. So I carry that over. So every three months. So four times a year, you're changing the oil in that truck. Yeah. What's it cost you for the oil? Do you know? No, because I buy mine and Audrey's at the same time. And hers is much more expensive than mine. Hers is, is full, full synthetic in that vehicle. It's full synthetic. It's like zero. Dexas approved. Yeah, zero twenty or something. Yeah, I think it's yeah. or zero ten. Sarah's car is also a 20. synthetic zero twenty. It's horrifically crazy. Yeah, it's very expensive. Um, my car is also synthetic, so oil could go down. It's a. Uh, it is incredibly expensive <laughs> to change <laughs> the oil in both of those vehicles at a time, but it's not. It's way less expensive than if I was taking it somewhere, and it it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long at all to do it. So yeah, this is the, the this is where I've kind of in the last few weeks I 
I, I relied on two things on, on, on the Tahoe in the past and it doesn't get driven every day. It's my weekend and evening vehicle, right? I drive it to the studio. I'll drive it around town, but it doesn't get used every single day. And then sometimes it gets heavier use with our camper. Uh, and GM says every 5,000 miles, that's GM's deal with it. Um, and then they also have their oil life monitor and I've, you know, those are not always completely accurate. So I had some issues with mine where the oil was actually lower than it should be. And I think the, the, it was oh, a little yeah. strange. So it needed to be changed before I, before I changed it this time. Um, and it's just been, it's one of those things where you don't check. So I, I was curious about the fluids and if you're actually checking the fluids in your vehicles, you said you had your, your oil, your radiator flushed and all of that stuff done. So, yeah. Um, but there's like six different fluids. I don't know if you've noticed that, but you got like six fluids to check. It's a lot of like maintenance. And I don't know if anybody actually pays attention to it. It's more than I knew before I paid to have it all done. Yeah. Cause you've got, <laughs> you've got automatic, uh, transmission fluid. Mm-hmm. You've got engine oil. Everybody yeah. says, Oh yeah, change your oil. You've got washer fluid. Yeah. You've, you've got, got brake, brake fluid. Brake fluid. You have, uh, uh, power steering fluid. Mm-hmm. And then you have your coolant. Yep. So I checked on the, on the Tahoe. Once I had this oil problem, I'm like, all right, well, we're going to go through the rest of this stuff too. Um, and I did, I, you know, my coolant was a little bit low. Magically, I don't know where it went to, but, uh, you know, it was slightly low. So I went down and, uh, got a $19 bottle of, uh, of coolant and bought a gallon of it and probably put 40% of that in. Um, and then, you know, it's just, it's crazy the amount of things that you can actually check and, and maintain and be, be concerned about. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I had my, my issue, uh, taken care of driving back home. And then the, the tire pressure system goes off like, what the hell's wrong with this now? And that's a, are you familiar with those? Every car built since 2008 has to have a a tire pressure monitor system. Yeah. So those have batteries. They're going to die infinitely. They're always going to die. And if you go to the local place, they're going to charge you 80 bucks for one, for one tire, 80, 80. $80 Eighty dollars because they have to take the tire they to, they off. They have to dismount it, and they have to and they have to take the thing off the wheel, and they have to put it back on. So they're going to charge you eighty bucks. Wow. Uh, so eighty times four—that's not even buying you tires. That's just replacing the stupid monitor that you're supposed to have. That's insane. So I looked online, and it's like thirty-six dollars to buy four of them yourself. But you got to then you got to go talk to somebody and get them to say, "Yeah, I'll change them all out for thirty bucks or something," just to do the labor on it. But I was, so I've got one, I was going to have them replace it. And then they went to, to do it last Sunday and it was, um, yeah, actually it's working again. So it's intermittent. So your battery's dying, but it's not dead. I'm like, oh my God, great. <laughs> so I said, never mind, Don't worry about it. I'll just wait. And then I'll probably end up buying four of them online and, and just paying somebody to replace them all. Yeah. Cause I, you know, if it, that's a 14 year old vehicle, I don't know if they've been replaced or not, but at some point they're all going to have to get replaced. And you know, if you go in there and spend $80 and then you're like, ah, it was the left front that had my tire rotated. Now it's on the right rear, but I don't remember that you're going to stand up. <laughs> all of a sudden you're going to replace the wrong one, not know. And it's going to be, it's going to be a mess. Yeah. So that's another thing I do myself is rotating the tires. Do you do? Yeah. So you have jack stands. What do you do? Yeah. You, you, you put it up on four different jack stands and take them off and turn it, them around. You can do it, um, uh, with a jack and one jack stand at a time. There's just a specific pattern. Do you cross at you all or do you in. go back to front, front to back and that's it? No, I, um, you're supposed to cross the front, across them going towards the rear and then bring the rear to the front Correct. straight. Yeah. yeah. It depends if it's on front a, wheel drive front or rear wheel drive, drive vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. yeah. There's different patterns depending upon what drives you have. Yeah. 
I also have a torque wrench, so it's. Like, I was going to say, so just, you're are you taking them all off by hand and then you're using the torque wrench to put them back on, or what are you doing? Uh, so I use well, I use the impact driver to take them to off, take them off and to get and then, partially on. Yeah, and then partially on, and then go back through the torque wrench and stick them down. It's also a good time to, uh, you know, wipe down the inside of your wheel wells, wash it uh, with degreaser, and wash the inside of your rims, degreaser. And then uh, check out the brake pads and the rotors. And this so. is why you're telling Mason that he's going to need brake pads on his new truck. Yes. Because Cause, cause the last time he changed the changed rotated the tires, he said, that's going to have to happen. Well, that has to happen. And uh, one of them is, is really bad. You might need to change the rotor on one of them. <laughs> because Uh-oh. The value of this truck keeps going down. It's uh, w- what happens. We're down 13, to like seven <laughs> we're, we're down to like 7,500 bucks now. Yeah. If, uh, it, if only, but <laughs> I'd Mason, really hop on Here's the thing <laughs> about buying it for me though, is that I will help you with it and it would make great content for this show. <laughs> Every time. Whenever needed. <laughs> Whenever yeah. anything goes wrong. Can we shake on that? And then <laughs> I would shake on that. Okay. I really like my truck. That, that kinda, I don't uh, necessarily that kind of pushed me a little towards it. I don't if, necessarily want to give it. I mean, like, do you take trades? Rid of it? Do you take trades because he's got a Ford he could throw in, and you could still have a a little beater <laughs> it, with a it's heater. Really, is it's the Ford, really is the Ford paid off? Yes, it's it's a rebuilt title. It's just you can <laughs> drive the fuck out of it. <laughs> just, well, I hope it's after eight o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna are Are you gonna just give it to me, or do I need to pay you like? Like how much would you take? From I mean, it's a trade. This is a no, 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 not even up. trade, not an even trade. But if if it, well, it's not a straight up. It's you know he's gonna you're gonna give him a twenty eight hundred dollar allowance off the number you guys agreed to. So he's gonna owe you that. It's, it's uh, in good. Con- whenever like, Audrey and I were talking for about being it. a salvaged car, it's in great condition. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> whenever I was telling Audrey that you were interested in the truck, that she said, "Well, what would you drive?" And I said. I'd just go as long as possible with one vehicle. <laughs> yeah. I You would I save car my, insurance. I drive my work truck home every day. Yeah. And then anytime that we do anything outside of home, uh, I mean, usually we're together. I'm about 100% positive I could go to the bank and get that loan. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry so that it doesn't surpass the 100,000 mile mark. That might make it a tougher sell for him. Oh, he's creating urgency. You said you 30 created- miles from 100,000 miles. Yes. <laughs> what is it at now? Seven? I, I, no, I literally have not driven it since I told you that. That was like four, four days ago? Yes. Still sitting. You have to have a really short test drive or else it's not going to be financeable. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> 29 mile, miles. <laughs> did you ever watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Mason? Yes. So if you drive it, 32 miles you're gonna have to run it in reverse two miles to take that off the clock just <laughs> like think it works just like cameron tried to do. matilda where he just puts the torque wrench on there and runs the odometer back you ever you know what i'm talking about no, i no, never i, I never no understand idea. your movie references. you never watch matilda mm-hmm. the hell is matilda no i have not i have literally no idea God, this this you gen, talk about whatever I'm this gen this gen z I've replaced on that truck. I've replaced the headlights and the taillights, the third brake light. I've tinted the windows. That's called the dull light. I tinted the windows myself. I put new running boards on, and I even added hardware and secured them. I would to the frame of the truck. Do you have pictures? Because I wanted them to last long. (laughs) Do you have interior pictures? 
No, but that was my next project, Mason, and you might be taking this away from me. <laughs> but oh, so if you buy it, then you can still do the work. Then I will still get a chance to to do it and see what, it done. What do you want to do? I want to swap out because right now it still has the bucket seat configuration with the third, um, with the fold up middle seat. What year in the front is this? Row. What year is this? Truck? 2012. He said this earlier. You're not paying attention. Yeah. I was not paying attention. So it's got the fold up middle seat in the front. I would love to have the newer version that's got the uh, stationary console in the center and leather seats. So I'm, I've been perusing the pick apart websites. You go trucks. ahead and do that, then I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't have leather. I'm not interested. Well, the one I was looking, I at wouldn't didn't replace have the back seats. I don't think because. Uh, no, you don't care about those leather yeah. front seats and, so, and yeah, but I would love that. I will say the Rams have horrific back seats. Now, is this an aftermarket radio? Well, they don't. Yeah. <sighs> okay. It's a rather expensive aftermarket radio. You're not going to rip that out and keep it for yourself and make me find one. No, because I don't have a vehicle. No, but what he is going to make you do is put one into the trade. <laughs> it is you, literally no, way. You good luck. Good <laughs> luck to you replacing that Ford radio because <laughs> it is built in. You don't even know what I went through to replace that uh, Ram radio, my friend. That's why it's not coming out. It is, <laughs> there's it's way too difficult. It's got Bluetooth and you can. It's got. I'll throw in a cup phone. And a what? A cup phone. The WeatherTech cup. The WeatherTech cup phone. That's oh. a fifty dollar value. That's the other thing that my truck has is it's decked out in WeatherTech front and back. You got your truck the same time I got the Tahoe. Yes. And we were sitting. It, it happened. I remember the moment I spent so damn much money on all of my WeatherTech stuff because you were involved. You were sitting I next to me. I talked you into it. And I pushed the button to buy it while we were doing the chili tasting cook off uh, down at uh, down in Louisville. Yep. And uh I bought I bought the floor mats and I bought the I bought the front, the middle and the rear floor mats and I got the wind, the bug guard, the the rain guards. Yeah. Which are lovely. Those are phenomenal yeah. on a truck. I don't know how somebody can own a truck and not have rain guards. True. They're the best. And mine already had running boards, so I didn't need running boards. I Do you have a do you have an opinion on bug guard on the on the bug guards on the grill? Back in the 90s every so, truck had a bug guard. Um, I put one on my Chevy Sonic. Yeah, because they looked really neat with them. Neat and you, unique. Chevy unique. Yes, a Chevy Sonic yeah. looked unique. Neat, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it and was just fancier. The, but I with that eighty-four horsepower motor. And, yeah, I wouldn't like it on my <laughs> truck at all. Yeah, I wouldn't like it at all. I don't know. They, they, they've. <sighs> I think it would look silly because. It's got it's got a pretty sleek um, exterior, and I don't really want to mess that up. Which is the other thing that I have been working on is I totally debadged the truck and got uh, the new style badges that were on the 2016 body style. So now it looks like a Hemi. It looks well. Are it is lying. A Hemi. <laughs> it is a Hemi. I just I upgraded the numbers and the letters. Now is so this that it a looked tradesman and like express? A, a more modern body. What style. package is this truck? It's a Lariat Woodsman, Laredo. <laughs> I uh, think Texas it, edition. I think it's the uh, tradesman. Tradesman pickup. Yes, five and a half foot bed, four door. Is it a a, a king cab or the shorter four door? Four door. Sh- 
What are we talking yeah. about here? Crew Got cat. the Hemi. Do you have the, the VIN number? I have. Yeah, yeah, I have the, the Kelly VIN. Blue Book can, up right now. We can the, run the reports. I do not have the VIN number. I already Kelly Blue Booked it. That's why. That's where the number came from. No, basically. Dakota. It's for your best friend over there. Probably you say uh, here's the. Would you say it's in excellent condition? Yeah. Very good. Uh, it's good. in very. It's in very poor condition for this yeah. part of the negotiation. It's fair. The tires are cupping. <laughs> so it's very good? <laughs> or would you say excellent? Uh, well, I put very good, but the more that I think about what it's I've very good. It, you it cannot is, change it. The exterior. <laughs> We've already came up with a price to shut excellent. up. Listen, I pay because I park it outside. I pay Brandon. You cut louder. me $122 off this damn price. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yes, this is what I'm pulling up right now. Uh-oh. That's literally no. Uh-oh. You've done something well, wrong. Prices change every day. The the top end of the price that I put in was seventeen three. All right, we're gonna redo this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is it? Why not just give it to him for payoff and move on? Be a, uh, be a bro. Practically what I'm doing. Did you buy it? <laughs> I bought from a private party. <laughs> what did you put a trade in value? No, I, I'm by for my private party. I think the okay, fair well, thing to do is to take it to CarMax and see what they'll offer you and then just sell it to them for that. Mechanical, that would be content right we've there. We've got Hemi. Let's go to CarMax six speed and see what drive. the offer is or on TrueCar.com and see what the offer is going to be. Let's go with the interior. They would offer probably Mason's does it first got, offer. Does it have keyless start? No. Then we'll not check that one. <laughs> I, I, Exterior, we got um, see, we got parking sensors. No. Dual uh, airbags. We got yeah. airbags. Daytime running lights. Yeah. It, I'll check that for you. Alloy wheels, steel wheels, or premium? Premium. We'll go with premium. Uh, running boards? Yes. All right. Yeah, because... Uh, Packages. We got Rambox, Tradesman. We got the Tradesman. You know what Rambox is? Uh, Rambox is a little toolbox on the side. We're going to go gray. Right. I have the interior Ramboxes, though, in the Tradesman package. Update. Now we... You put in the premium. Okay, sound. so it went up. It went up one hundred and ninety dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're at fifteen eight oh two. But you agreed at thirteen five. I think no. no. I wish. I probably did. Would, probably would have went at that one. I will do it for you later because you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Either wrong. that or the price. So has if this price doesn't change, we got us a new price. Deteriorated. <laughs> Not really, because we're still under that price. Oh, maybe I'll edit the mileage. Here we go. What is? How many miles? Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Nine seventy. Nine seven zero. Close. I think it's actually like sixty-seven. Update. Oh, okay. There, we're at sixteen four twenty-two. Now wait. Now now wait, sir. Now wait. Put in one zero zero one hundred and see how much it changes. Because you might be able to play the waiting game and say, sorry, Dakota, it's not yeah. worth that anymore. You're going to have to wait like eight months. <laughs> After Spiceland Freedom Days, when he drives the parade route three or four times. Okay, it went down like 50 bucks. That's yeah. it. What did you have it on before? It was probably it, the suggested. You, yeah, 107 the is, was the suggestion. Yeah, it was the expect. So it's lower than ad- expected. Did you mileage. put in uh, Newcastle or Spiceland zip code? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Moe's will charge it, you a totally different price than good ones. Four seven three six two is what I'll put it in. That is Newcastle. Is, uh, the, do you want me to use DC. Newcastle or do you want me to use Spice? You can use Newcastle. It probably ups the value, <laughs> asshole. No, it's rustier. It's further I, I oh, use, it, it actually went down. <laughs> probably because they're more common here. Okay, so I use Spiceland whenever I did it. 
because of four million dollars. Do, uh, do let's do something fun. Ready? Give me uh, zip code three three five two five. It, it stayed the same for that zip code. Give me zip code three three five two five, and then we're going to close the show out. Yes, that's uh, that's Dade City, Florida. It's, so if it's a Florida truck, three three five two five two five. Yep. Update. A truck in Florida. Uh, oh fuck! Jeez, <laughs> that went up a lot. Lowest price eighteen two eighty three. Yeah, so go sell that thing Woo! in Florida. Giddy Dang! Up. Holy cow! You want me to add the mileage it takes you to get to Florida? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to add it here. Oh, miles no, to this it. is the mileage of thirty three thousand five hundred and twenty five. <laughs> what are you doing? I He's learning how to. I he, didn't put the zip code. In. Put I've, the zip I've code been putting put in the mileage. mileage. But remember whenever I first started talking about selling this truck on the show and Chris Guffey said to never use Kelly Blue Book? What is it? Three, three. What did he say to you? Three, three, five, two, five. Uh, Probably either True Car or. uh, Dade City, Florida. Yep. It's it went up 200 bucks. Okay, so it's probably not worth it driving it down there to make that $200. No, you're going to put $200 in gas just to get down there. Yeah. What kind of fuel economy does this thing get? I have no idea. As long as it's getting I've over 16, I don't care. Never driven it a long distance to find out. You, it's been as far as Brookville, Did Indiana. you buy this car yes. new in 2012? <laughs> no. He bought it in 2016. No. 2019. 2017? 18. 18. And you're already looking to get no. rid of it? 17. 17, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I just told you, I'm not looking to get rid you're of it. You're asking to buy it, Mason. <laughs> this is so you're going to tell me, I'm going to go get this loan, say, here's the money, and you're going to be like, eh. No, I, I I would okay, do it in life a hack. Here we go. Ready? If you're buying a vehicle, private party, this is how this is supposed to work. Everybody, pay attention. Are you going to put what I bought it for on the title? Yes, you got. No, I would not do that. To you. <laughs> you're going to have to do something because it's, there's going to be another document. You need to have a bill of sale. So if you're going to go down to the credit union or the local bank and you're going to have this, he does not have the title. He likely has. We'll assume he has a lien on it. You don't have to reveal yes. that information, Dakota. But That's he true. likely will have a lien. So to get the title. You will have to go get the money, get the money from your bank or a credit union of some sort with a purchase agreement. So you and Dakota have an agreement that says VIN number, whatever I'm going to sell for $14,000 or $18,000. Yes. And then you will take that purchase agreement and you'll go to the bank. They will give you a check. You'll give that to Dakota. And then Dakota will then take that check with him and to his, his bank loan. and pay off the loan. And then they will release the loan and give you your title, and then you have to go take your title to that bank. You have to go take it to the BMV, and it's going to have the. Um, they will you, give you're going to have your lien, and, and you'll never get the title. It'll go to your bank at that point, right? But and then once I pay it off, I'll get the. Title. Then you'll get the title in the mail. Yes, and I, then life hack number forty-two: when that title comes in the mail, take the ten minutes and go to the BMV and get the lien release done, so that you don't lose the title. And then four years later, when you want to sell the damn vehicle. You got to go back to the bank again and get the lien released again, because that's a huge pain. Hmm. I didn't know that part. Yes. Yeah. So and then just stick it in your safe deposit box or your safe or wherever, wherever you keep your titles. So and this lose it. pay this uh, purchase agreement. How does that come about? Do I just have to have it in writing? That yeah. It's basically, you just come up with it yourself. We don't have to get Sean Rao involved. I mean, we should. I think it would be appropriate <laughs> to have have three or four hours of legal fees. Uh, you just have to have something that describes the vehicle. You could do it on a napkin if you wanted to, but you got the VIN number, the model, the purchase price, the mileage, and basically some sort of a document to give to the bank along with your loan application. 
Yeah. And then uh, and then it'll all happen. Legit though, if you buy it, I I will definitely keep looking for leather seats cuz I <laughs> just really want to see that truck with the leather seats and the updated uh, console. Producer Guffy has been a, I really think it would look awesome. Producer Guffy's been a big massive tease the last couple of weeks about uh, getting a new truck and I've been at the same time I've been watching YouTube videos on on some project trucks and like a 2005 series Chevy half ton. So anywhere between two thousand and six thousand dollars, and there are some people that have, you know, it's a twenty-year-old vehicle now. So Mark Brim's all about the square bodies, and I've been looking at these. And if you find one that's not completely rusted to death, they're they're kind of fun and can rusted to death and has three hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. Yeah, well, the motors are the motors are solid. Transmissions not so much, but the motors pretty solid. But there was a there was some guy that had a, uh, a a Chevy Avalanche, which is the kind of the weird camper conversion I type. I really like the Avalanche. Uh, and there was somebody that was basically has a YouTube channel, and I think there's four episodes of it out now, maybe four or five. Uh, and the thing had, the brakes were completely rusted, gone. It would barely start. It had all of these problems with it. And then he was he was basically going to the pickup part, and he had the, the brakes, like I said, the brake lines were gone, the brake rotors were gone. And you go through and just watch these videos, and they were long and, elaborate i think he's in new jersey or delaware somewhere new jersey delaware pennsylvania they all come together right there but it's all rust rust belt and the car had actually been in utica new york so it was come the 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 frame is just gone every bolt every time the guy tried to do something four more things would break on it. that is um that's a big thing um especially in this area and especially on uh mopar vehicles Uh, big rust yeah so um one big thing that you can do is like whenever you start noticing the surface rust scuff that off and then put some uh, rust converter on it and it will change it it um i forget how it works it works on the like the the chemistry of the the oxidized iron so it basically breaks those apart and changes it into a totally different structure so now what happens to your uh, your paint so now you have to respray it well i'm talking about like frame Oh, okay. like all right. Frame rust. We're not talking about the uh, the no. bo- the body rust that you get on your ram over the wheel wells. Yeah, your body rust. You know, if you get in over the wheel wells, then you just buy some fender flares, and bigger <laughs> tires, which is what every <laughs> other dude has done. All right. Well, those are those are our life hacks. Are there any more that we needed to get in that we forgot about? You got your app. So. We talked about the inside the car stuff. We talked about the importance of changing your fluids. How to buy a car. How to get your lean release. We covered a lot of ground. Mason, you got anything else you need to teach anybody? No. Nope. No, I don't. All right. Well, that is uh, that is another evergreen episode of the Boss Heart of Liberty in the can. Uh, we appreciate your support very much, and we will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians Network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.